Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. We're here. I'm Mitchie. And I'm Rissa. And you're listening to the Sequel Channel. We'll get better. Yeah. It's a practice. Sing- yeah. It's talking in synchronicity is hard. We're pretty good at it. Typically. But Usually. Yeah, you have to do it like as a performance. It's hard. It is, yeah. But welcome back. Episode possibly dose. Yeah. Yeah, we had some um, audio issues with last week's episode. Possibly. So either it's out. It's either it's out and we fixed it and then it's okay and we were like, oh, it's okay enough. Or we were like, no. <laughs> this is bad gold. And in that case, it'll be bonus stuff. Yeah. For later. Yeah. <laughs> Unreleased footage. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I just think this goes to say, like, that what I said about us needing to do a full encompassing thing, like, video, like, podcast about this particular series, like, it probably was true. Yeah. The universe said, do it. Yeah. But now, we're here today to talk about um, a movie that we both really love again. Mm-hmm. hmm And, you know, I think it's time we let it go. We're just going to let it go. <laughs> Obviously, we're talking about Frozen. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, up. So, let's talk about Frozen 1, just for a second. This is going to be the beginning of what we will now call Mitchie's Movie Facts. Yes. Ta-da! So, Frozen 1 came out 10 years ago. God, I feel old. 10 freaking years ago. I'm shook by that. Happy 10-year anniversary to Frozen. Amazing. Um, the budget... It was $150 million. Jesus. 150 And they made $1.282 billion. billion dollars. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that up to date to, like, now or that at that was, time? That was box office. Oh, okay. Cool. Literally just worldwide box office. Part, like, maybe like a million of that was me. (laughs) (laughs) You did watch it a lot. I saw this movie when it came out in theaters, like, at least 15 times. Yeah. And I wish I was lying. Because you were like, you have to watch this movie. And I came here to your house, and we were upstairs on the couch, and that was the first time I saw Frozen. Mm -hmm. was here, in this house. I loved Frozen. I was literally all about this movie when it came out. My inner child came out. My inner adult, like, my inner child was, like, healed. And my inner adult, like, or my adult was, like, changing. My adult life was changing. Yeah, I remember. There were lots of things going on around that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2013. Oh, 
don't talk about all that, but you know. Senior year was hard, y'all. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the cast. Elsa is played by Adina Menzel. Iconic. She we love is Adina Menzel. The OG Alphabet and Wicked, which we love. We have it tattooed on our ankles. Yes. Um, she just has a huge musical background. She was enchanted, disenchanted. So she's kind of really getting her name out there in the Disney world. Mm-hmm. And Frozen just like really shot her through the fucking roof. Yep. So. And then Anna's played by Kristen Bell. Such a cutie. Um, she's most known for forgetting Sarah Marshall. And then that show that she's in, Veronica Mars. Good place. Is she in The Good Place? Yeah, she's in The Good Place. I haven't seen any of the shows that she's in. <laughs> Just yeah, literally only know her from Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> but she's been in a bunch of stuff, but that's just her most notable. Um, and Kristoff. Um, Jonathan Groff. A legend. Um, apparently he was in some episodes of Glee. Cool. I, I didn't watch Glee. Yeah, I have only seen some Glee. I don't know. Um, but obviously, he is most known for being King George in mm-hmm. Hamilton. Iconic. Ab- the literal best. Literally, yeah, such an iconic cast. Ugh, so good. Um, he's also in some newer stuff lately. Um, did you see the preview for that movie, like, Knock at the Cabin? It's kind of, like, spooky. I think it's an M. Night Shyamalan film. No, I did not. Yeah, he's in that movie. Cool. So, that's neat. Um, and then Olaf is obviously played by Josh Gad. Um, and two years before this, he debuted, well, he didn't debut, but he starred in The Book of Mormon on Broadway. And if you haven't seen The Book of Mormon or listened to it, you should. Um, unless you're super religious, then you should not <laughs> avoid or, it at all costs. It, you know, <laughs> you know, branch out. <laughs> branch out. <laughs> um, and then we have, uh... The Duke of Wesselton, which really funny. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. I have. Okay, I've he's Tucker. Oh. Duke okay. of Wesselton is Tucker. That's crazy. Uh, he also does several voices, though, in the Harley Quinn show, the one that's on HBO. I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's so good. It's like an animated Harley Quinn show. She's gay for Poison Ivy. It's great. I've seen a lot of. Um things on the internet about that show but he's the voice of joker oh and uh clayface condiment king like a bunch of different people in that show so Mm. that was cool and then hans i didn't even write his name down because i didn't care (laughs) (laughs) and he literally didn't have anything super notable except frozen so and lots of one-offs in tv yeah um and then the director was chris buck he directed Tarzan, and then he had a lot of credits for character designer or animator on Little Mermaid, Pocahontas, Oliver and Company, Fox and the Hound, the Mickey Christmas stuff. This guy, this guy knew his stuff. And then Jennifer Lee was also a director. She was the first woman to direct a full-length Disney animated feature film. Amazing. So good for her. Claps took them until still. 2013 to do that. That's... Well, you know, claps for her still. Yeah. Claps for her, you know. Uh, it's hard in an industry that is so controlled mm-hmm. by men. Yep. 
And so she was also the person who wrote the screenplay. And she was the first female to write a full screenplay since Beauty and the Beast in 91. Wow. Yeah, so it was almost 20 years before another female wrote a screenplay for Disney. Hmm. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> Who won the world? Girls! <laughs> I wonder if it was this movie, though, that kind of set off having like women be so prominent in Disney films. Because since Possibly. then, they really have been. Yeah. Um, and then the music was done by Christoph Beck. He composed the the Muppets movie from 2011. I don't know I if you watched that one. I love, I, love, I love all the Muppets. He Thanks. did the music for the Pink Panther. I've also seen the Pink I love those movies. Yeah. Trolls. Pitch Perfect. I love Trolls. He did the music for Bring It On. And Buffy. Oh. Um, and then he did a quite, he's done quite a bit of the newer Marvel stuff. So Ant-Man and WandaVision. Ooh. Yeah, so he did the music for that. So cool for him. He's neat. He's got, like, a whole buttload of just really talented people all in uh, one vicinity. So that's why this movie's off the charts. Yeah. Like, literally. So off the charts. So some fun facts about the first one. It won two Oscars. It was number one in Japan for 16 weeks. And it won Best Foreign Film. Wow. In Japan. In Japan? Yeah. Out of all the countries. Because this... Whole universe is set in, like, Norwegian, Scandinavian culture. Um, they pulled lots of references from Norway. Uh, they even brought a live reindeer on set to study its movements and mannerisms for Sven. Oh, I love that Disney does all that, that kind of, like, research and extra work into making sure of things are genuine and mm-hmm. movement and, like, animation is very genuine, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of their newer films. Yeah, and so there's a one point in the first movie, I don't, can't, like, picture this, but the king pulls out some kind of book and, like, a map falls out or something. Mm-hmm. And on the map, there's runes that the dwarves in Lord of the Rings use. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they had, like, some... And then the map has, like, a mountain that's supposed to look like a mountain from Lord of the Rings. Okay. They put some Easter eggs in there, which is... Um, like, why? <laughs> None of them have credits fans? for Lord of the Rings. I, I didn't see any. Well, okay. I guess they just well, be maybe big they were fans. Just fans. Yeah. But that's cool, though. Bunch of nerds getting together to make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they use trolls, and trolls are well known in Scandinavian culture. Mm-hmm. So they just pulled a lot of like actual cultural attributes into this film, and I just think that's so neat. Yeah, I really enjoy that about most films that Disney makes now. So now we can talk a little bit about Frozen 2, and then I'll do Frozen 2's fun facts after. Cool. Yeah. Start us with this movie. Yeah, so the movie kind of just begins with uh, Anna and Elsa. It pans into them playing in a snow pile that Elsa made, and they're playing Enchanted Forest. And then cue mom and dad coming in. <laughs> and uh, dad's like, yo, guys, I've literally been doing a chant forest. <laughs> and the kids are like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <sighs> it, 
wait for are you are you for reals and the dad's like yeah duh like let me just tell you about it and proceeds to like tell them the story about how he went to the enchanted forest yep and he's like the north older people live in that forest and the forest is guarded by the spirits of the elements you know water earth fire air <laughs> he says it like that too I'm sorry. Yeah. except uh like it's earth like but there's one different one right or is there one different one no no oh they just don't say air right just the fifth one they just don't say oh they air. call it wind no they say it's wind okay i think i think they call it wind well, wind. <laughs> <laughs> You're the wind airbender. <laughs> the wind bender. Wind bender. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but yeah. Um, so. He's like, he explains that his dad built a dam for them as a peace offering. Yeah. And then. He's like, I don't know what happened. They were fighting. Oh, and they were, everyone was freaking mad. And they were getting attacked. Um, I almost got got, but he, someone saved me. He said something went wrong. <laughs> yes, sir, I did. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Things um, are going very wrong. And the king dies. Uh, he, gets, he falls off a cliff. <laughs> the like spirits, most Disney people do. Disney deaths. <laughs> Disney deaths. <laughs> Dad deaths. <laughs> um... The spirits rage quitted. Yeah. They said no. They said, Mm-mm, "I don't like this. I don't like this stuff." Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, he was saved by something, um, and a mist began to cover the forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's just talking to the girls, like you know, it's fine. Like no one can get in there. No one can come out. So it's Gucci, bro. Like, nothing bad's ever going to happen, ever. Prophesizing the bad thing that's going to happen, like, later. And then the dad leaves, and the mom's going to tuck them in. Yeah, and she, like, you know, is all cute with them and wholesome and chatting. And um, she mentions that only Holland knows the information that they're looking for, essentially. And, um... Like, the kids are like, what's Atahalan? And she um, tells them that it's a river that holds the secrets to the past. Holds the knowledge of the past. Knowledge. Knowledge. And then we get a song. Yeah. Our first song in the movie. We get our first bop. With Evan Rachel Wood. Singing that song, by the way. She's From iconic. Across the Universe. If you haven't seen that movie before. I'm sure she's in other things, but most people know her from that movie. Yeah, she get your life right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but iconic first song and just really wholesome, you know, tucks them in. And uh, then the movie pans to present time and Elsa is on the balcony of the castle. Um, and the one of the, uh, like butler type guys comes out to her and 
says that she needs to come in. I don't remember exactly what for. Yeah, he's like, if they're ready for you or something like that. Something. So she's a queen, you know. She's just doing some stuff, I'm sure. She's movie importante. Impor- important biz for the VIP. <laughs> so the head queen. <laughs> um, but she hears a voice while she's out on the balcony still, um, just kind of conversing with the butler. And uh, she's like, did you hear that? And the butler's like, oh, no. And she's like, okay, never mind. She, like, freezes herself out of fear, like, the shock from the voice that she hears. It's when he's when he comes in. Oh. And that's when in? she jumps and oh. freezes her hands to the balcony. God, I thought the voice scared her. Dumb-dumb. Well, either way, she gets spooked. Mm-hmm. Silly mm-hmm. goose. Yep. She's hearing things. Then we get our leaf transition over to Anna and Olaf with his poetic maturity and... Yeah, Deepness. sudden, like, really deep character development. So, like, that went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Gad took that role and he went. Yeah, I mean, they just took, they took Olaf to places I really didn't think a Disney character could go. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Like but... turtles who breathe through their butts. <laughs> <laughs> and, but they're talking and, um, basically, uh... Olaf saying how things change and times are changing and Anna's like, but some things never change. And then we get our next bop. We get our song. <laughs> some things never change. Bop number dose. <laughs> and it kind of just goes into like a montage of a, di- a couple different occurrences going on during this song. So the first we pan off to like, you know, we're panning off where we're seeing Anna and uh, uh, Olaf singing together. We go to Kristoff and Sven singing together, and um, Kristoff and Sven are kind of talking about how um, he's going to propose, Kristoff is going to propose to Anna, and Sven's going to, like, help him, because he's not good at planning things like this, mm-hmm. clearly, as we see later in the movie. <laughs> um, and um, then... They are also, like, having some sort of other celebration on mm-hmm. this day um, and setting up a bunch of tables and chairs and stuff and just, like, general village cuteness and... Wholesomeness. Wholesomeness, yeah. And also, like, this song has a lot of foreshadowing, I believe. Yeah, so for sure. So she goes, um... Like, some things, things never changed. changed. Literally all of the things change. Yeah, she's like, some things are changed, like how stone walls never fall or something, but the wall literally it falls. falls. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, change is inevitable is basically what's happening while she's singing this song. Yeah. And then we also see it again at the end when she's like, our flag will always rise. And then when the town, like, you know... When the elements go crazy in the town, the flags off, you see it get ripped off yeah. of the bowl. So, Rip. yeah. But um, yeah, so they're having a little like you know celebration montage, and that song ends. They go inside of the castle, and they're they're playing some charades together. Yep, it's cute. Family family charades yeah, game family, night. Family game night. Love it. We love a family game night. Um, and we, you know, Olaf's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can rearrange. That's not fair. It's really not fair. Can we talk about, hold on, can we talk about that for a second? Because Olaf being able to rearrange during charades, it's not charades. Yeah, that's, what is that called? 
Isn't that, is that another type of game where you, like, just mimic something? I mean, is that sure, is that not sure eight? Like, he's literally version? transforming his body to look like the thing. Yeah, I guess it's different. It is different. When you're transforming your body, the thing is, like, you have to act it out. You have to act it out. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, mad cheats, honestly. Mad cheats. Hacks. And permafrost snowman. <laughs> But I wouldn't give to be a permafrost. <laughs> Every day of my life. And then Elsa gets, you know, her card. And she's clearly going to suck at this. Dude, Elsa's not good. I just, I don't know. I just, just I know she grew her. up in that castle. But, like. Like, that helped her grow and, like, realize things about herself. But you can definitely tell that she is an introvert at heart because of how she had to grow up. You know, being forced behind, you know, her fucking closed doors by her parents being literally locked into her bedroom. That's fair. To not kill her sister. Yeah. Accidentally. <laughs> by her sister's own dumb accord. Yep. Um, but while she's doing her terrible charades, she hears the voice again. Yeah. And then she, she's like, I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm, she's like, I'm out of here I'm later. Here. And then we get the first of several... Kristoff failed attempts to propose to Anna. Yes. And God, I love Kristoff. Like, I, would yeah. sell a kidney for that man. But, dude. <laughs> really just not good at, like, setting the tone for a romantic moment. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. And, like, self-sabotage is, like, so real. <laughs> he And he was just so, like, nervous, I yeah. think. And he just... Was wanted it to be perfect, and then, like, you know, when you want something to be perfect, it's never gonna be perfect. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do. Yeah. Life lessons from Mitchie and Rissa. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Anyway. But she's honestly just, like, so distracted, honestly, because she's just like, Elsa was really thrown off by something, and, like, what was it? Like, there had to have been something weird, and, um, like, her just talking through it. Yeah. She's her. like, thanks, honey. Like, bye. Thanks, honey. Bye. <laughs> literally just her talking the whole time. Him just, like, holding the ring, like. Yeah, oh. like, waiting. Please look at me. <laughs> look at me. And, um. Simp. So she goes off to see, um, where Elsa is. And she's in her bedroom with their mother's scarf on. And she's like, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> that means you're upset. <laughs> Gotta be upsetting if you yeah. wore the scarfetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sad, I get my scarf. It's um, my sad scarf. But they talk, you know, they're working it out. She's yeah. like, We're sisters. We can. Sister power. Yeah. We'll sister, sister. We'll do it together. Whatever it is, I'm here for you. And she's like, I know what you need. You need me to sing to you. And she sings to her. And it's really cute. It's a cute little moment. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Dude, honestly, though, like, if you have ever had somebody do that pinky thing to you that they do in that movie, it is really genuinely so relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pinky thing on the bridge of your nose, but then so, also on your ear. Uh, I don't know about that. That yeah. would creep me out a little bit. But, no, um, no, no, no. It's good shit. But my yeah, <laughs> I've had someone do that to me before. My 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 uh, fiance has done that to me before, and it's been fucking. You just go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Just pass out. I literally would be like Anna <laughs> in the movie. 
Like that. That's how hardcore knockout. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so they ended up falling asleep, and um, out of nowhere in the middle of the night, um, also hears a voice again, and she's like trying to ignore it, trying to go back to sleep, just like, you know, avoid the the thing that's like you know, right in front of her, calling to her, calling to her, and um, we get the freaking bop. That is into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you know, when I first saw Frozen 2, I saw it in theaters. Like, I think a week after it came out. I saw Frozen 2 three times in the theaters. With no shame. Like, this movie changed my life. And specifically at this song. Because, you know, what else is doing here? This is also a theme, like, in Moana. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, I know that where I'm at, I could make it work. But I know deep down, I'm not where I'm meant to be. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, I listened to Into the Unknown and I just really reevaluated my whole life. (laughs) Yeah. And that sent me on a really good journey to do what was best for me. And so... I love this movie. <laughs> and yeah. that, this song, just... Yeah, I think even now, like, going back to it, like, I still think that kind of hits, like, certain chords in me that, like, just still kind of resonate in a way that make me just really love this song and this movie so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, going back to this song, and uh, yeah, uh, Adina Menzel, like, just her vocals in this song, incredible. <sighs> and then we, like, have Aurora on this song, too. Uh, and I... Love Aurora. I loved Aurora before um, she was in Frozen as um, hipster as that sounds. But like, dude, murder song five four three two so one. Good. Um, Hit me, bro. And um, yeah, just like you know, fun she, fact. Hmm? Aurora is actually Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Um, but so you know, the animation throughout this whole scene where we're we're doing into the unknown is 10 out of 10. Like we get some really amazing parts. She's following like when she finally gets outside, she's like seeing all of these different animations of the different elements mm-hmm. and like all of these different things. We see her as like sliding up to the top of the like water mm-hmm. and, um, you know, everything kind of, she kind of freezes the water around her. And it shows her all of the elements. Mm. Yeah. And then kind of from there, everything around her goes bonkers. Like, Dude. Anna opens the door to see all of the, like, crystal shards that she's made, like, ice shards or whatever. And all the people that are somehow, like, why were there so many people in the streets? Yeah, and, like, how did this stuff wake them up? Like, I well, mean, I guess... There like, were people just, like, it... milling about. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Elsa was belting it, so <laughs> I love that meme where it's like the <laughs> the person who like angrily opens the window and it's like Elsa singing at three a.m. Yeah. into the unknown. Yeah, um, but I mean, honestly, who freaking knows? The world may never know. That's just so crazy. Genuinely. Um. So she's woken up the spirits, and. Shit goes down. The fire first. 
all the fire, like all the lamps and the lanterns go out and then the waterfall stops and the wind is raging crazy. And Elsa's like, wind, (laughs) fire, water, earth is next. Everyone get up to the mountain. She's like, everyone leave, escape, evacuate. Evacuate, leave. And then that's when that flag gets ripped off the pole. It's just like, so much for our flag will always rise. (laughs) Well, it is always flying, because... Yeah, flying away. (laughs) Caught in the wind, you know? Um, Yeah, so they get to the uh, top of the mountain, Mm -hmm. and Elsa starts kind of explaining everything to Anna. Um, Anna, like, excuse me? And she's like, um, why would you do that? And Elsa's like, I think the spirit's, like, good, you know? (laughs) It's like the toxic boyfriend you don't want to (laughs) admit. But in this case, it actually, it actually ends up fine, you know? Everything ends up fine. But, um, you know, it's just funny. She's just like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. Like, I just, my magic feels it. My magic can tell it's good. (laughs) And uh, she proceeds to, like, you know, want to go on a journey with this, you know, like, in her mind. But somebody else shows up because they start hearing, like, an earthquake. And they're like, (gasps) Poppy. And they're like, Poppy? Which, hold on. Let's pause. In Frozen 1, Elsa was there and remembers the trolls healing Anna when she was younger. Yeah. Okay. And Kristoff was there and he saw it. Saw the whole thing happen. Yeah. And he also tells Anna in the first one that he saw them do that before. That's why he takes her to the trolls. Does he not remember that that's her? Like. Maybe he doesn't put two and two together. And also knew the trolls existed. So... Maybe he's seen the trolls do magic like that so many times. Maybe. Or, like, things like that, like, similar to that, that he just kind of put two and two together in that way, like, oh, the trolls can save her. I've seen them do this before. Maybe. Also, was Kristoff kidnapped? Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, I really want, like, an in-depth theory from, like, film theory on what happened with Kristoff. Because he was a part of the ice... Collector people, right? Yeah, and then out of nowhere, he's just like... And then he gets, you know, he follows the ice. Yeah, he follows the ice thing, and then he The ice trail like, from Elsa, was I guess. And that's when he runs into the trolls, and she's like, I'm gonna keep you, the troll. And I'm like, did Kristoff just get kidnapped? Okay, like, I mean, like, obviously the parents probably did try to look for Kristoff, right? But what if... Is Kristoff an orphan? No, probably not. I can't imagine that. I mean, I don't remember that ice scene in the beginning very well, but mm-hmm. I don't recall seeing any women doing that. So it seemed like that was just, like, the men going out to work, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, his mom was, like, either dead or <laughs> and he only had a father, <laughs> like most Disney movies. Or he was just or an he orphan. Or he was just an orphan. He was hanging out with all of the other bros. But I feel like... You know, that just doesn't really set with me very well. But then the thing is, it's like... Because, like... And he was kidnapped. The, that's what I... That's that's exactly what I was going to segue into. It's like, the troll saying, I'm going to keep you, makes... Gives it... Gives me the sense of, like, 
they weren't close to the humans at this time. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, I'm going to keep you. I'm going to keep you away from the other humans and raise you to be like a troll person. Yeah. And maybe and this could be eventually be my bridge. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really strange. All of it's just really strange. I need a really solid backstory short on Kristoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we never see anything besides that, you know? Mm-hmm. And and where are the, like, in terms of, like, the area that they're in, where were the ice people? Were the ice people a part of, like, Arendelle? Or were they their own different, like, tribe or something? Like, yeah. kingdom of people or tribe oh. of people? Frozen 1 left me with so many questions. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, we have, I, we have questions we need answered. <laughs> it left me with a lot of questions that never really got answered. Like, first of all, does Anna get her memories back when she gets healed at the end? She had to have. They never elaborate. I mean, but I feel like that's just, like, one of the like, Disney givens. Maybe. Like, you can't just, like bring her back to life and not give her her memories back. That's not how that works. And Disney knowledge, like, it would be, like, how it was just before she had passed away. And she'd be like, oh, I remember your powers. Just, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there should have been some kind of, some, it was. Yeah. Questions. Questions. <laughs> Answers unclear. But Poppy shows up with some tea that oh. he very vaguely tells him. <laughs> True. <laughs> He's like, it's- the truth is not what, or the truth isn't what it seems. Mm, mm-hmm. And basically telling them that they need to go and figure out, like, what's causing this, like, rift to happen with the elements and, like, mm-hmm. what is causing them to be angry. Um, and that a, a right has to be, or a wrong has to be righted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whatnot. And he says that uh, when the future can't be seen, you just have to do the next right thing. Yeah. He was like, basically, if you don't fix this, I see no future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I see no future, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so then we get our little journey, and they're off in a wagon to... Elsa is like, I want to go <laughs> and by myself, because you don't have powers, Anna. And basically, eventually, you know, Anna talks her into letting her go. And then, of course, Kristoff wants to go. And then Sven's going by default. And then, of course, <laughs> Olaf also wants to tag along. I'll bring the snacks. You know? <laughs> so they uh, have like a little, you know, flip through of them traveling. And Olaf's giving mad facts about life stuff. Did you know water has memory? I mean, he talks about like wombats having square poops. And... Um, <laughs> Just so many interesting things during oh, his little like facts <laughs> of, of life. Um and they kind of eventually like make some sort of like joke about how like you need sleep of something. I don't remember exactly. A the lack joke of sleep leads to insanity or yeah, some, something, something like, like that. that. Um, or not talking on a trip. Talk um, not talking on a trip leads to Sandy or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, they mentioned something like that, and Olaf's like, I don't know about that, but I will look it up when we get back. And they, like, fall asleep, 
and um, we go to another failed attempt um, by Kristoff to propose. Um, and in this moment, he just really butchers this one. Kind of just, like, does a lot of, like, silly goose-type moves. Remember um, when I thought you were crazy and Anna? Anna's, like, face. You thought I was, like, her face, like, very... <laughs> Eyes wide. So good. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she's just, like, he really just butchers this proposal. And they, uh, eventually, uh... They're interrupted with the voice, which is, of course, only heard by Elsa. Mm. And Elsa's like, Chris, uh, uh, Chris, stop. Stop it. And um, he's like, good idea. Yeah, yeah, good idea. And they kind of, they arrive at the forest. So they're like kind of walking up and, you know, they see a wall of mist. Mm -hmm. And when Kristoff tries to walk up to the mist, like past it. He gets pushed back, and then Olaf proceeds to run into the mist multiple times and bounce off of it. Mm-hmm. Cute Olaf stuff. And Anna has to, or also uses her magic to get them all through. Mm-hmm. And then once they're in, they kind of, they kind of split up a little bit to check out different areas. And Anna and Kristoff go one way, and they find the dam. And. We get another failed attempt from Kristoff. When they're... Because she's like, oh, the dam's still there. And he's like, yeah, it better be. Because if not, Arendelle will get flooded. Yeah, this whole fjord would get flooded. And Anna's like, but Arendelle's on this fjord. And then he's like, well, but nothing bad would happen to Arendelle. But if it did... <laughs> but if it did... She's like, wait, what? Wait, what? He's like, no, I just mean, like, if we were to die here. And she's like, you think we're going to die here? <laughs> where, is, where is Elsa? I told her I would watch her this whole time. Yeah. And she runs off to see her. And then um, Olaf is also searching around. He gets blown away by by who we later know as Gale. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and he's like... Who's the wind spirit? Yeah. He's like, Kristoff? Sven? Anna? Samantha? <laughs> and fun fun fact, all of those lines about Samantha were improvised. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Josh Gad's great. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't even know a Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> he probably literally does not know one. He might after the, now. You know, oh, I'm sure he knows after the 100 fact. Samanthas now. Um, but he sings another bop, mm-hmm. um, When I Am Older, which oh. definitely, like, kind of pays homage to the, the adults out there, I think. Yes. In, in very good ways. Like, I know this movie was made for children, but... I feel like it was... It dealt with a lot of heavier themes. I feel like, you know, it's like one of those things where, like, there's a part in, um... When they're seeing, singing Some Things Never Change, where mm-hmm. Olaf has a line where it's like, and you're all a little bit older. It's like one of those things where it's like, if you are a kid watching Frozen 2, you know, going going back to it as an adult, you're going to resonate it with that movie in such a different way that I think is so unique to this movie in particular. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like I said before, like, even when I watch this now, it's like, I still kind of feel like that same feeling of like, yeah, yeah, I am a little bit older now. Like, how does this message of this movie affect me Mm -hmm. um, now that my mindset has changed about different things and I'm a little bit of a different person now? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just think that that is really unique. Um, So... Um, you know, Anna is running off to meet Elsa, and they reunite, and they fight Gale, right? Yeah, because that's when Gale blows in with Olaf in the little tornado. Yeah. And they're like, Olaf! And, uh, Gale, like, picks them all up, and they're all in the tornado, and flying around and stuff. And, and then it poops out. <laughs> yeah. It literally just plops out. It's just like, no. Yeah. Patooie. Plops out everyone except Elsa. And it keeps her in there. And she's like, she's seeing like, stuff. Yeah, seeing stuff. She's like hearing like things about the past. Um, and then she gets pu- pushed down to the ground and like forced in by the wind. Like into a smaller circle while she's like simultaneously pushing it out with her ice powers. Mm -hmm. Eventually, she, like, pushes it out enough that, like, it kind of explodes, essentially. And we get all of these ice statues all around them. And, um... Excuse me. They kind of, like, talk about how Olaf says that water has memory mm-hmm. and that the uh, water was just showing them things that had occurred there. They see a statue at that time where um, there was um, their their dad mm-hmm. yeah. and they were like, someone's saving dad. And I don't know how at this moment they did not realize that this was their mom. I guess they just weren't like, really looking at her. They were just... Like, but also the scarf. Like, the scarf, I just feel like, would have been such a dead giveaway. Because, like, she was wearing it. detail, I guess. But then Kristoff's like, she's Northaldron, and they're... How does he know that? Yeah, yeah. That's another thing that I just, like... That makes me wonder, like, was he a... Like, because those people are so into reindeer and everything, too. It just makes me wonder. It's like, was he a part of those people... Before he went to the trolls, mm. and then the trolls just kept him that whole time. Well, no, because those people, the North Aldrians, have been stuck there for longer than he was alive. Because Kristoff in this movie is only twenty-two or twenty-three. There, there. So, but they could be like some kind of offset, maybe. Yeah. I feel like he has to have been around the same vicinity of yeah. that tribe, the mm-hmm. North Uldra people, to be knowledgeable of yeah. that. I mean, unless he's just, you know. Well, it's also just like a cultural thing because over there, because this is based off of um, areas of Norway, Scandinavia, Finland, and like northern Russia. So, like, out there, it's, like, lots of snow a good amount, and reindeer are, like, really abundant. Yeah. So, I think a lot of different people just kind of utilize reindeer. Yeah. Well, regardless, you know, they, uh, they basically, 
That's when the people show up. Yeah, the, the North Aldra people show up. I, I just, sorry, I'm laughing at my notes in my head because I literally put, ha, ha, <laughs> hey, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 That's, like, randomly just in my notes. Oh, my God. And I, um, I say that everything is peaceful until the giants arrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Um, they run into the North Aldra and the soldiers, and Olaf does his presentation. Oh, yeah. Olaf presents Frozen 1, and then we get the fire spirit attacks. And the, stuff up. that fire spirit is so cute. Yeah. I read in one of the facts that he is basically like a redesign of Pascal from huh. Tangle. Yeah, so he's adorable. Um, and I love him. Yeah, also chasing after what we don't know is that creature. Mm-hmm. And then when he does that plop onto her hands, it's just so cute. I die. I die every time. I am dead. And uh, then with Aldrin, they find uh, Elsa holding the spirit. And, you know, they're like, what else is, like, asking the spirit, what should we do? And the spirit is, like, literally a, a lizard, like a salamander. I know. She's, like, talking to It's, like, salamander licks eyeball. I know. Elsa, <laughs> like, should I know what that means? Elsa. No. no that means nothing, Elsa. She's, she's special. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so simultaneously... Kristoff is off with this guy named Ryder oh, yeah. preparing um, a proposal with reindeers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Anna shows up to where mm-hmm. Elsa is and puts a scarf yeah. on her. Yeah. And that's when they're like, oh, that's a North Aldrin scarf. scarf. It's from one of our oldest families. Mm-hmm. And they're like, our mom was North Aldrin. Yeah. <laughs> And then they all like, get in a circle, and then they're literally like, ha, da, da, da. <laughs> which that's the same opening from the first one. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, I think those people are the same people. If they're singing the same type of song, like they're singing literally the same thing, and they have the same affinity for reindeer, they wear all wear all the same type of clothes. Like, Kristoff dresses very much like the North Aldrin people. So, I just wonder, you know? I just really wonder. Squinting. <laughs> Fry squinting meme. I know. You had me earlier, but then I had to remember, like, that that is the beginning. It is. I'm just, like, making that connection. My brain's like, me. Yeah. Which, also something that, like, both Frozen movies do is in their songs, it, like, alludes to the future of, like, what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, the first uh, song, like, beware the frozen heart. Yeah. And, obviously, that's literally what happens but, in that yeah, movie. Right. She literally gets her heart frozen. Yeah, so I just wonder if, like, that and, in, in, like, the ha, na, na, hey, if that was, like, <laughs> literally for the whole part of it being in Frozen too. Interesting. I mean, just very interesting thing, because, I mean, like, how does Kristoff know about them otherwise? Unless he's just smart and has, like, is very other, you know, hmm. well-read. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. But, yeah, so, you know, as I mentioned before, Kristoff had run off with uh, Ryder to prepare a ranger proposal. 
and um, we go into seeing them at the proposal now, and Riley's like, it's, this, is, this is the time, this is it. And he throws like a bunch of things in the air, like flowers and those like those little thingies that go. There's dozens of reindeer. Yeah, there's dozens of reindeer and those like little whirly giggy things <laughs> that are in trees that like fall down. Like they do that like you know that spiraling thing. Helicopters. Yeah, like, like helicopter thingies. Anyways, <laughs> when you skip the part where uh, when the giants are there, um, right before that, that's when. Honey Marin tells also there's a fifth spirit. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember. I do re- did forget to mention that. Yeah. So we know we now know there are five spirits, and Elsa believes that that's who's calling her. Yeah. So. Yeah, and. But when Kristoff uh, does his marriage proposal, the leader Yelena is like, "They're long gone, bro. They are gone. I do not recommend trying to follow them." <laughs> You can come with us if you want, I guess. She's like, she's like, I don't really know about you. You seem weird, weirdo. And Kristoff sings just so many. Okay, I'm like literally saying every song is a bop in this movie. I wrote bop. Really, literally, literally every song is. And Lost in the Woods is probably probably my second favorite song in the movie. To be honest, just because this whole part is so funny and so unexpected, and um. I love the end credit version in the video that Weezer did for this because oh, yeah. it like literally mimics this and it has Christian uh, Bell and it has um, Jonathan Groff. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like playing their roles. I know. Yeah. But the thing is, is that uh, they purposefully made this song that when they were doing the song, their thing was this has to be like an 80s power ballad. Yeah. So they purposefully did those callbacks to, like, Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody. And um, I guess there's also scenes that kind of mimic stuff from White Snake. I don't know a whole lot about White Snake, but, like, they did that on purpose. Yeah. And I love that. It's so good. Like, it works. It works so well. But also, let's just talk about the song in general. This is a male character in a Disney movie talking and singing about his feelings. Yeah. And I am pretty sure it was, like, something I watched on Kristen Bell where she was talking about how she loves this song, like, almost the most. Because, you know, we don't get a lot of males talking about their feelings in Disney. And being able to, like, really express it as well. Because it's one of those things where men are always taught, like, hold in your feelings, like, don't cry, that's not manly. Which is so lame. And if you believe that, please unfollow. (laughs) You're blocked. <laughs> Banned. <laughs> because, you know, everyone feels stuff. And Kristoff, like, at the end of the song, just decides, you know, I'll wait on for a sign that I'm your path because you're mine. And, like, that's him just being like, I'm going through these feelings and I understand that you're doing your own thing, but I'm still choosing you. Yeah. That is so powerful from a man in a Disney film. Yeah. All the men's are like, what? <laughs> he said what? <laughs> yeah. I just, I think that song is just really incredible because of all the reasons that you said. <laughs> I can't add anything else. You kind of summarized it more than I could, to be honest. <laughs> 
You're like, you're just like I wish I could add more. You just get off to the mic. You're like, ditto. Ditto, yeah. It's like, it's like when you need to copy someone's assignment and you can't really think of anything, so you just go same. Same. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just don't genuinely think that that is really wholesome behavior. Um, but Kristoff has always been a wholesome character, to be quite honest. With yes. You. And um, I can't help but sense that, that some of that might come from growing up with the trolls. I literally was going to say, being raised by trolls seems like a much better way to go at this point. Like, I think a lot of that, because, like, they're just seem, they seem very nurturing just in general, mm-hmm. you know. And they immediately love Anna when she appears and <laughs> is, like, there. And um, so I just, I feel like that. That speaks to his character a lot, and um, I, f- I felt I did feel really sad for him in this moment, though. Yeah, because he was going through it, you know. He really was. But uh, yeah, so we go to um, Anna and Elsa, and they are looking for the voice right now. Mm-hmm. And we get Olaf. <laughs> um, it totally reminds me of my fiance like singing. Yes, <laughs> like uh, butchering it completely. <laughs> Um, love you, babe. Um, but they, uh, they eventually uncover what they realize is their parents' ship, mm. which, like, ouch. Like, it's not supposed to be here. It's supposed to be in the Southern Sea. We're nowhere near the Southern Sea. They're like, how did it get in? Nothing alive can get in here. And they're like, nothing alive was not, like, there's nothing alive on the boat. Yeah. And then, Olaf said that. Yeah. Olaf, you can't just say things like that. You can't just say things like that, bro. So they go into their boat, and Anna's like, she knows about this, like, waterproof cat, like, compartment that they have in ships. You know why, though? Because what? when she was alone by herself, all she did was stay in the library, read oh, books, yeah, study. Like, she's probably smart as hell. Yeah, she probably knows a lot of things. It's like, kind of like, essentially, Fiona mm-hmm. in Shrek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where she just knows a whole lot about random things. I mean, like, that's Same energy. Like, why she was able to see the general, well, I don't remember his name. Matthias. Matthias. Mm-hmm. That's why she was able to immediately, like, kind of recognize him and, like, even remember the location of his portrait. Which, when they're in the... Like brain energy. When they're doing charades, those portraits are in the background. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. I just know that's a fact. <laughs> I forgot to look. <laughs> Um, so they go into the ship, they find the compartment with the map, um, and, like, uh, another piece of paper with a bunch of foreign writing, which we still never learn what the language on that, like, paper is, um, but it says some stuff about how this could be the source of Elsa's powers, and they find a map basically leading them north into the Dark Sea, um, into what is the drawn-in portion of Otta Holland. <laughs> Which is really just funny. Because they, like, literally just drew in with Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> if we believe it enough. They're like, we think Otta Holland is here. Yeah. Like, you Roughly better... right here. Uh, right then where they we died. have enough room to so, write. Yeah. yeah. So, and then they, um... Uh, they I'll... remember that, um... The whole thing about water having memory yeah. and everything. Elsa. And Elsa's like, oh, I want to see what happened. And Why? 
I'm just like, sis, do you, but do you, though? Do you? Like, are you sure you do? Like, why? Like, let's think this through before we do it, though. But she's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And she sees her parents right before the ship gets flooded into the area where they are. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's mad sad. And they run out. Elsa runs out all sad, crying. Because she blames herself. herself. She's like, her they, parents' death. And they were only going, like, they were going on this trip because of me. me and blah, blah, blah. my fault. And, um, Anna's like, no, it's not your fault. Like, you can't blame them, or you can't blame yourself for their passing and all this other stuff. And she's like, we will go and find the voice together, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. we will go and go to Otto Holland, and we will figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Elsa's like, no. We? N- we? No. Me. Me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that part is so funny. <laughs> um, and she literally says yeet to them. She does. She yeets them in an ice boat down an ice bath. And you were like, well, I they could have died. Yeah. They could have died. But you know what? I think the ice path was controlled. By her? Like, yeah. she was just... Like, a track system for her with yeah. ice. I think that's probably the thing. And but then they pulled it off course. When and they then did they, pull it off, then they could have died. They, they <laughs> fucked it up, and they ended up in the water. It would have been their own fault. Yeah. And Olaf... Oh, Olaf. Olaf, Olaf, Olaf. Olaf is having emotions. Yeah. For the first time in... He's like, I'm sensing rising anger. Like. In myself. Yeah. And um, he's mad at Elsa for pushing him away and not saying bye and just kind of just being a general selfish person at that moment, which is kind of like a yeah big selfish move, I think, of Elsa. She could have just been like, I, you really literally cannot go with me. You will die. Like, I don't yeah. think Anna would have given up, though. No, probably not. But, you know. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, so... Um, they are in the water, and yeah, they go are past the giants. Not good. Yeah, down they the go, river, yeah. and then they fall down a waterfall <laughs> that leads into a larger cave, a pit. And things are not good for them right now. No, nope. they're they lost in the tunnels, <laughs> secret tunnel. And now. We have the part where, like, like what you were saying before, like, the movie preview, like, the original, like, trailer for this movie was, just like, like, just also running into the waves of the dark sea, which I made this comment several times watching this movie, but, like, the landscape, like, the water, the rocks, the trees, even some of the villages, when you pan out in, like, large frames, so many of them looks so much more realistic than the animation of the characters. Um, and in that moment, like, the animation in comparison to her and the waves, it's just so, like, strange. Mm-hmm. It is, like, really cool and, like, interesting to watch, but definitely, like, kind of struck me as something odd, like, in comparison. So, fun fact. In the first movie... They did not show Elsa's, like, feet at all. Like, her toes or anything. No toes. So she didn't have toes. No toes. But in this one, you see her toes. toes. They had to reconstruct her feet to give her toes. Yeah. (laughs) 
give her toes. Oh, she got toes. She didn't have Barbie feet, like <laughs> no. toes. No. <laughs> we saw her toes when she's on that beach running. That's yeah. why I brought it up. Them grippers. I was like, oh, wow. Her toes. toes. <laughs> I do not have a feet thing, I swear. We are not Googling Elsa's toes, we no. swear. <laughs> we'll put a picture of Elsa's toes in our Instagram. <laughs> But, yeah, she was running into the dark sea multiple times, kind of failing, and she's pumping herself up. She's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Runs again. She sees the water spirit Mm -hmm. at this time. Yep. The horse. Yeah, she keeps getting fucking her shit wrecked in this water. Yeah, like, waterboarded by the waves. And um, she basically is having like a fighting montage with this horse Mm -hmm. where the horse is like kind of trying to push her down into the water. She's fighting back at the horse. She eventually does get control of it though. She does tame it. Yep. And then she's on her way to Atahalan. Yep. She can see it in the distance and she's just like, ah, so beautiful. And we lead into another freaking bop. Yes. I love this song. I also love the song. It's another one of the ones that just really hits in the heart because, you know. You gotta show yourself. Show yourself. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when I first heard this song, it really hit hit in a deep place. Me and Michelle did see this movie together. Yes. Um, and that was uh, a moment that, like, we definitely shared, like, a very emotional moment with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and me sobbing, <laughs> me also sobbing. This movie definitely made me cry for the first year. I mean, I teared up twice. <laughs> I yeah, it <laughs> took me until like last year watching this, um, to stop crying at this part. Right. Um, and now I'm okay at it. Um, <laughs> but when Elsa sees her mom for the first time at the um, like near the end of this song. I, the first time I saw this, I bawled so hard because I lost my mom when I was 19 and like that just kind of like in that way resonated with me in such like an emotional way that I did not expect in that moment mm-hmm. that I like totally broke me down and like she's seeing essentially like all of her memories and like the like, her past and everything Mm -hmm. um, during this time, and she's realizing that she is the fifth spirit. Yep. And she's the person that she's been searching for all of her life. Yeah. The person you're searching for is you. If you were um, still searching for them, you should just grab a mirror. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's been my TED Talk. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But she eventually learns the truth about um, her grandfather yeah she goes through and sees all like old memories the Mm -hmm. crumbles the hans ice memory (laughs) cringes at herself singing let Let it go go. Um, relatable sis yeah seeing (laughs) um olaf for the first time and um just other you know happy fun memories Mm -hmm. and um they basically she basically learns that uh the dam that her grandfather gave to the uh, Northaldron people is actually, um, like, cu- cutting off the, the power of the magic that they have. So it was not really a gift at all. Mm-hmm. And they proceed to go be... She proceeds to go behind the wall and, like, after his grandfather mentions that he doesn't like magic, 
um, to find out more about his intentions. She drops down. And, yeah, she sees the pit. She's, like, and you can hear her mother's, like, voice echoing and about the parts of, and not too far, you'll be drowned. Mm -hmm. And she literally is, like, you know what? Jump. I'm going to drown. Jump. Drown. Jump. Jump. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> and um so she does go too far you know at this point she attempts to uncover uncover the truth she um begins to realize that um things are not going to end up well so she shoots up a bit of her magic and goes anna, anna. and then she freezes over it's like she's a carrier pigeon anna and then Elsa dies, y'all. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Very unclear. I mean, because it's kind of like how in the first movie, when Anna had the frozen heart. Yeah. Like, kind of unclear terms of, like, her actual death, quote unquote. Um, but, especially because she is a spirit, too. It's like, can you as a spirit die? In that way? Or did she die to become the spirit? Well, she was already the spirit, though. Hmm. Because she had already realized that before she had fallen down in the pit. I guess that's fair. Um, but I don't know. It's just interesting things. Theories. <laughs> but, uh, the, the thing goes to Anna and Olaf, who are still in the ca cave. And it shows, um, their grandfather attacking the North Aldrin chief unarmed. Um, who is who is unarmed, sorry. And Anna realizes, oh my gosh, this is The damn was a trick. Like everything this is all was I a heard. lie. My whole life was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> my grandfather was evil. Like he did something that goes against everything that North uh, Arendelle stands for. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know what we have to do. And Olaf's like, why do you look so sad about it? And she's like, Arendelle literally will have to fall to, to make everything right. And she's mad sad about it. Yeah, she realizes they have to break the dam. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh no, no. Uh, Olaf's like, yeah, okay, let's go. And he starts to realize he's like flurrying. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait, no, I'm flurrying away. And Olaf is dead. <laughs> we just wrote, Olaf dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm just fucking mad sad. She's crying. Dude. Things are bad. We see the, we the see Gale, Gale take. take. Yeah, his remains. <laughs> his little snowflakes. His snowflake remains behind a waterfall. And lays flowers. And... The first time I watched this movie, when that part happened, I also cried at this part. Same. I was, I was like, wait, they're actually going to kill Olaf? They, they really killed kill Olaf. Olaf. They killed Olaf. Um, but <laughs> I realized, oh, it's a Disney movie. Never mind. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> I thought so until Big Hero 6, and then they killed off Tadashi in the first five minutes, and That's, I was mad. That, that is true. Um, but Anna's really sad, but she, you know starts to sing she sings her sad song but it starts to get kind of slowly build up into a more hopeful like i gotta move forward and do the next, the next right, right thing. thing and um 
Yeah. Very, very interesting um, song to put in this movie. Well, Kristen Bell also spoke about this song because, you know, she's got kids. I don't know if anyone's ever seen her with her husband, but they're literally so adorable. I cannot think of his name, but he's also a famous actor. Um, but they're so cute and I love them. And, um, for a while they're doing lots of commercials together, but she's talked about this song and about how she felt like it was so important in this day and age because the world is like so crazy and so wild. And she thinks it's so amazing that Disney put this song in here about grief and like what you experience when you lose someone and like how you have to keep going and how that's so hard but sometimes you just have to take a step and step yeah. again. Yeah. It and I say that this is such an interesting song for this movie at this time because like I I mentioned before, um I I lost my mom at 19 and I don't remember exactly when this movie came out, but um it just like it still hit me at a time where like it resonated enough in that way to me. And related enough to, like, how I felt with her passing and grief in general that I just really, like, it really was a helpful thing for me mm -hmm. and helped me cope a lot at that time. Mm -hmm. um, so I really love this song. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's so important that that kind of message is put out there for children. And this is one of the reasons why I loved, um, oh my gosh, what I'm, like, it's literally... Fading away from my brain. Um, inside Out. Oh. That's why I loved Inside Out so much. Yeah. Um, because Painful. those kind of messages about emotions and, like, feelings and, like, having, like, normalizing the, the those, like, conversations is so important, I mm -hmm. think. Um, but, yeah, so she decides she's going to go wake up the giants. It's to yep. collapse, the, collapse the dam. Mm -hmm. So she wakes them up. She, like, runs them over to the dam where the Arendellian yeah. soldiers are up there with General Matias. And they're like, well, you can't do this. And she basically catches them up. Yeah, she She's tells like, them. Up. My sister is dead. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, um... You know, King Runar betrayed everyone. He's like, how do you know that? And she's like, my sister gave her life to find the truth. Yeah. She's like, please, before we lose anyone else. And another thing is, like, more Anna just being calm about the situation despite her little raging emotions inside. Yeah. And it's just such a really good message to, you know, you're grieving, but you still have to get things done. Yeah. And that's so, that's so hard. When you're grieving. So sometimes it's hard to even move. Mm -hmm. So. But they agree with what she's doing. So they start banging their swords against their shields. And leading the um, giants over to them. And they start throwing their boulders. And Anna's just like on the bridge. Like on the bridge of the dam. Like, <laughs> Wait why does she go along her life? Like. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> really working hard to get them to hit this and like she, you know she does get saved of course because she can't die either um and uh 
they eventually break the dam. Mm-hmm. And once it does, we cut back to where Elsa is and mm-hmm. she thaws starts out. Starts to unfreeze. And um, then the floor of where, like, where she's at, like, falls beneath her. She falls into the water and then we see the water spirit see Elsa. Mm-hmm. And then it basically take, takes off to where, like, Elsa is going to save Arendelle mm-hmm. um, from this huge wave that's incoming. Yeah. And um, thank God for that horse, man. Because if it hadn't been for the horse, this this Arendelle would have been done. Done for. Done that for. horse saved Arendelle. The speed. Yeah. Amazing. The speed. speed racer. Speed racer. Yep. Take that spirit. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she makes it in time, of course. Mm-hmm. Saves Arendelle and the mist begins to rise from the enchanted forest. Yep. And this is where we get the probably the most iconic and my favorite line in this movie when Anna is talking to Kristoff and she's like, I'm sorry, I was just so focused on protecting her. And he's like, it's okay. My love is not fragile. Yeah. Really iconic. And I love Anna and Kristoff's relationship in this. And like the first movie and the second movie mm-hmm. just like really grows and you know flourishes into some something so wholesome and very uh mutual that i can appreciate mm-hmm. um so yes the uh miss is gone the reindeer are happy they are having zoomies anna is you know like you can tell she's like happy that like things are better but you can tell she's you know, still like has in her head she thinks Anna's dead and then Gail gets her attention and leads like points her into the direction of the nearby water where we see in the far distance Elsa on the water spirit and they meet on the shore and they, and like they have a happy reunion which is very wholesome She's like also, sobbing. Cry the first time. God. Um, yes, and <laughs> she's like explaining like Arendelle didn't fall, and Anna's like it didn't. Like <laughs> just like snotting <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you nasty baby, so nasty. <laughs> and so everything's good, and um, she asks, um, or actually, Kristoff then shows up, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh my God, Elsa, you're alive!" Yeah. And, um, every, like, everyone's happy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, um, Elsa asks Anna if she wants to build a snowman. Nice nod to the first movie. Oh, cute. Snowman. And then we, Olaf lives. He lives. He lives. And I love how Anna kept, like, literally all his, like, little decorations and everything in her little bag. And she, like, during the time, like, the point in, in the song where, uh, she was singing the next right thing, like the beginning of it. She was like clutching the bag like so hard, and, and that I just think that is like very wholesome. Yeah, thinking about that. But um, yeah, and then it finally happens. He he does the thing. Kristoff finally proposes. Was it like the fifth time, fourth or fifth time? I should have had a proposal count. You should have had a proposal count. I still have them. I have it listed here. Uno momento. Let's see. Mm. 
three. It's gonna be at least four or five, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Four, five. Yep. Cool. Fifth time's the charm. Five yeah. is our lucky number. Yeah. <laughs> so he proposes. She says yes, of course. Of course. Everything is, uh, you know, getting better. Because mm -hmm. Elsa realizes what she needs to do now and, like, what will be best. Because, um, well, who is it? Honey? Honey Marin. Marin. She mentions that um, she, uh, oh. um, <laughs> that she belongs there mm -hmm. in, the, in the Enchanted Forest. And Elsa's like, you know, um, I always... Was I, I took, always, a vow took a to vow to do what was, what was best for Arendelle. And now I know what that is. And um, we go into Anna's coronation. She's is, Queen Anna now. Yeah, she's Queen Anna. And she has a cute little green dress on. And like literally everybody else in the city is like um, just like dressed the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then um, she goes outside to see Sven. Olaf and Kristoff dressed up all nice, mm -hmm. and they then reveal a statue of their parents' kids together, holding hands, and their mom's head is so humongous in that statue. Dude, the proportions in that statue are, really off. are terrible, first of all. <laughs> and uh, Gail comes to visit, and Gail takes a letter over to Elsa, and Elsa reads it, said... It said, like, charades on Friday. Yeah. Or charades tomorrow. Don't, Don't be, be late. late. Everything's fine. Da-da-da. Yeah. To continue to take care of the forest. And we see Elsa, like, gather all the spirits together to go on a, you know, a run to where it, it leads off to the end, which is Otto Holland. Mm -hmm. And Mia and Midgey both were like, what, what is she, she doing? doing there? Like, where, what does she go? Like, why? Like, I'm, I feel uh, genuinely so confused by it. Like, what does she do? Um, so, yeah, and I did, I did mention, I was like, maybe we'll learn more about that in Frozen 3, because mm -hmm. I know that that is coming. It is coming. So, uh, we'll probably learn more about that then. Mm -hmm. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with the third movie, um, and we'll definitely, we'll end up talking about that as well. Um, but, you know, I, I do have high hopes and I really hope that they don't mess things up because I have been so happy with the, f the first two movies in this franchise mm -hmm. that it would be just really disheartening if they, like, beat it to death because of the sake of sales. Well, even the fact that the second one is leagues better than the first. Yeah. Like, the first one left me with lots of questions. There were a few plot holes. The second one, I feel like everything's wrapped up really nicely. There's just so much culture and, you know. Well, I do have questions. All right, what are your questions? Well, we have, we already discussed our, like, the questions that we built oh, through this whole fair. podcast. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had, we had multiple questions about things in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fry squint meme again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put that in there. But yeah. Um I do agree with you in some in some regards to that though. Yeah. 
So do we want to do our fun facts for movie two first or rate it first? Um, let's do some facts. Okay. So as you can kind of figure out, uh, Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, Olaf were all the same actors. Um, the director, the writer, and the music, all the people, those are all the same as well. So they kept a, a lot of the core people that were on the first one stayed on the second one. Heck and yeah. when you do that, you get good stuff. Yeah. Because as we've seen with the other sequels we've watched so far, they have not had the same... Yeah, when things change... ...core cast and staff members. You know, some things just never need to change. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that includes the cast of movies when we make them. Yeah, so Frozen 2 came out 2019. So, big, big year because it was the last year that any of us lived a normal life. Yeah. It was right before everything went to hell. Panorama. Right before the panorama. Um... And it had the same budget as the first one of $150 million. So. Way to set the bar high for movie three, too. Like, mm-hmm. with that budget, like, the fact that they could do that much with that budget, like, that's incredible. And so, the second one, the first one, remember, it was like $1.280 something million, or billion. This one made $1.453 billion. Wow. So two hundred million more dollars. You don't know what I could do with two hundred million dollars. <laughs> Gotta fly away. Um. So we had some new cast members in this movie, obviously. So Matthias, was played by Sterling K. Brown, he was in lots of different TV shows, um, and he's in the Black Panther as Najobu. I don't remember the Black Panther that well. Um, but that's cool. And then Aduna, which is the mom. Obviously, we already said it was Ava and Rachel Wood. Um, Across the Universe is literally such a good movie. I know there are some people out there who don't like Across the Universe. And those people just aren't Beatles fans. And that's okay. Yeah. But I still think it's a good movie. <laughs> Um, and then she was also in Practical Magic. Hmm. She's a character named Kylie. I haven't watched Practical Magic in a while, but now I'm going to rewatch it, so. I didn't know that. They're doing a second one. We should talk about that, too. Um, and then the voice was Aurora. We obviously said that. And she's Norwegian, which just is really cool that they could pull her into a movie like this based off of Norwegian culture. Yeah, I agree. And Agnar, um, which was their dad, played by Alfred Molina. He's Doc Ock from the Spider-Man series. Spider-Man. From the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. And he's actually married to Jennifer Lee, the director. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. So that's neat. And then um, Yelena, which was like the elder lady chief. She's played by Martha Plimpton. Lots of TV stuff, lots of voices in that. But the biggest thing, she is Steph from The Goonies. 
the friend, the, like the blonde friend with the short hair and the glasses. I've never seen the Goonies before. Shut the front door. No, I've never seen the Goonies before. <gasps> You've never seen the Goonies? No. Beach. Bay. Never seen it. Oh, okay. Um, moving on. <laughs> Ryder, the friend that Sven, that um, Christoph makes. They become best friends, by the way. We didn't really talk about that a lot, but. Yeah. Him and Ryder become reindeer BFFs. <laughs> you talk with, you talk for them cute. too. It is very cute and wholesome. Um, but his, it's Jason Ryder. I don't know if that name means a whole lot to you, but. uh, That means nothing. <laughs> He is the brother from Razor Voice with Hilary Duff. Um, that also means nothing to me. <laughs> he's in Freddy vs. Jason. That also means nothing. <laughs> he's Dipper from Gravity Falls. That also means nothing. What? Hey, you haven't seen Gravity I've Falls? I've heard of Gravity Falls before. Oh I've God. at least heard of it. I literally did it. Gravity Falls for my Halloween party that one year, remember? I know, but I mean, I've heard it. That's what I said. I've heard of it. <laughs> oh my god. I just don't know anything else about it. Ah! <laughs> um, Honey Marin is played by Rachel Matthews. She's the girl from Happy Death Day. Or the Happy Death Day to You movies. Honestly, she didn't have a lot of credits. It looks like she just started acting a few years ago, so. Yeah. Maybe like that. She's brand new to the world. Welcome. Welcome, Rachel. <laughs> And then King Runard was played by Jeremy Sisto. Um, he was in Wrong Turn. Lots of TV again. And uh, Clueless. He's in Clueless. Ooh, Clueless. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for our cast. And then, so the voice, the ah, is actually something they created based off of a Scandinavian herding call. Cool. Yeah, so they like pulled that out of their, their freaking thing. Um, and Elsa is the only Disney princess or queen to have her own currency. I don't know. There's a, a part where Sven puts the coin down where you were yeah, so caught up on how he put that money down. Because he has hooves. Like, it's he an has Elsa no coin. Ability. She's on the coin. Okay, well, that's really cool, but <laughs> you see, Sven has no ability to hold coins. <laughs> Because he has hooves. <laughs> so, therefore, I don't really care about the currency. I need my questions answered about... The hooves. The, and the hooves. <laughs> um, fun fact. Turtles actually really can breathe out of their butts. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure all of the facts that Olaf said, except, you know, obviously, I'm not entirely sure about the whole water has memory thing and everything but a lot of the facts that he says during the trip are true because wombats also have square poops Mm -hmm. and um i think there i don't remember there was something else that he said that i know is true but (laughs) my brain is dying advancing technologies are rotting our brains (laughs) (laughs) yeah is our our (laughs) success and also demise or whatever he says yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um so the biggest thing about this is the North Ultras tribe is actually based off of a real tribe. Yay. Um, so it's inspired by the Sami people who are indigenous to Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Northern Russia. Disney formed a formal agreement with the Sami people with a representative who promotes the group's rights. 
and they formed an advisory group of artists, historians, elders, and political leaders to help them make this movie. Yes, love that. So, that is super cool. The, uh, I don't know if you read the subtitles when they were doing that chanting, the hey ya hey hey ya Yeah. It was saying, like, chanting, um, yoik. Yoik. And that is their, um, like how we call psalms what they are. That's what that is for them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yoik is the psalmies kind of, like, their name for their chants or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, so, based off of real stuff, and that's just really cool. We really appreciate Disney going out there and making sure they get their stuff right. Indeed. we don't stand cultural appropriation. We don't. Although Disney is making up for all the cultural appropriation they've already done, so. Yeah. <laughs> we will talk about that later when we get to Pocahontas. I can't wait for you. I don't because you have you ever seen the second Pocahontas? Mm-mm. <laughs> Bruh. No, I'm sure I'm gonna hate it. It's it's a lot. <laughs> I'm prophesizing it now. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. Well, let's get into rating this. Plot. Uh, you know, I give the plot. Wait, how? What is our rating system? Right now? I like completely forgot it. One to five. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, is it ten or five? Is the best. Um, you know, I give this plot a five. There's a lot of solid like messages within this movie. There's a lot of different messages within this movie, and I think that it portrays it very well. Um, I think that, I think that honestly, some everybody in a family could get some message out of this movie in some mm-hmm. different way. Um, that's why I give it a five. Yep. I agree with that. I mean, I think the plot, I think this storyline, just the whole, like, magic thing, um, with the forest and the North Ocean tribe and, you know, making the tie about their parents, I think it's a better story than the first one, where Anna tries to marry a man she just met and her sister freaks out and runs to the hills. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a better story plot. Yeah. Um, so, now we have animation. Again, I, like, I think I'm gonna just have to give that a five again. Like, we look at the first movie and, like, it is solid for a Disney movie, but, like, I mentioned before, some of the animation in this looks so realistic and... Like, it's just done and rendered so well mm-hmm. that I just can't... There's not really many complaints that I have about this. And, like, I just found myself watching this movie for the millionth time. Mm-hmm. Analyzing every bits and, like, every piece of every frame that I, like, could see, you mm-hmm. know? And I just really enjoyed all of the new details and all of the little things that they put into the movies that I just really... I don't... I didn't really get to enjoy until... And now, when I've watched the movie so many times, that mm-hmm. I don't need to focus so much on the plot. Yeah. And I'm sure there are, like, some things that there are, like, goofs. But, like, Frozen 1 had a few more notable goofs. Like, yeah. um, for example, at the end, when Kristoff picks up Anna and, like, spins her around, when he, he gets her the sled, his thumb literally goes into her body. Yeah, it's there's some strange things in some movies, It's like I'm a little sure, glitch. But, you know, but it, Frozen 2... Even Very went clean. so far as to put freaking 
heat on their faces and like yeah. they have color in their faces which yeah. isn't something you really saw a whole lot in the first one mm-hmm. um i mean obviously like things were changing because anna was freezing and stuff like that but here it's like they had actual blush like they're it just was so much more real and their freckles are so much more prominent yeah like damn they really went the extra mile they did i mean they completely deconstructed or reconstructed feet feet <laughs> just to show off some toes yeah that's what Side, i call man. dedication true um, and the music i feel like we're just gonna like have to like go into all of this saying that like literally all of this is gonna get five <laughs> To just to be like honest, let's just make this easier on ourselves. I literally was like, we're gonna give this all fives later, and you were like, we can't be too biased. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't say I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, I love this movie so much, and I really just genuinely feel like like the music in this movie has so many different meanings, different like it has different. It shows you at different points in your life, and like different emotions and feelings that like everyone has felt and that are very real and it really validates them in a way that makes me feel happy and yeah i just love that so i'm gonna go ahead and give five to lesson because um because it kind of resonates with the same thing yeah but character personality so we do see a lot of like i can't i don't i just feel like maybe not i necessarily can't give this a five only because um, it's not as if they weren't, um, true to who they were, but I just think that they grew so much within the span of the first movie up until now mm-hmm. that there are parts, like, I mentioned to Michi during the movie, I felt like Elsa was very flighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is very true to how she was in the first movie. She feels, and she's very much an introverted heart, like I said before being closed indoors and like you know closed off to people like Mm -hmm. i'm sure that that can like just make social interaction very awkward much as like we've realized being in the panorama but you know it's like those reasons i think like there is continuity there that that is you know good but there's just so much character growth that um i don't necessarily see them as the same people in this movie and for that reason i'm gonna give it just a four I agree with that. And it's also just like, Josh Gad is amazing. He does so great. Like, I love him. He's so funny. But Olaf was a lot. A lot different. Yeah. A lot different. And, like, you know, that's the thing with, like, growing up and getting older. Like, things change. But he went, like, from zero to emo just like that. I do really enjoy that growth that we see with him because in the first movie he is just so like la di da da naive, mm-hmm. and then in the second movie we just see him really progress and be like very you know like much more like intuitive and like you know looking for knowledge and like asking questions and like I love that things. one part where he's like this is so much easier now that I can read <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, you just have to think of, like, how much he's experienced during the time between that movie, like, and and their time, Mm -hmm. you know, how much time has passed. Because this movie takes place about, like, a little over a year past the first one. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, a lot can happen, and a lot can change in a year. Yeah. For him, I'm sure. 
Yeah. Wearing we literally everything. Year, so. so. Yeah. All right. For, um, and I was thinking that maybe we should add another category. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe rewatchability. Oh. Yeah, okay. Sure. So. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And I, I mean, like, I think that, I mean, it kind of goes without saying what my score will be for this. Because <laughs> I've literally already said that I've watched this movie so many times. I mean, like, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, let's just give it a five. So, five. Alrighty. Yeah, it's probably gonna be the highest one of the season, I'm imagining. I don't know, there are some good sequels out there, but I just think that Frozen 2 has really topped Disney's sequels. A 4.8. That's amazing. Wow. Congratulations, Frozen. You are almost perfect. You've done it. You've done it. Yes. Oh, wow, I love it. I love it so much. This was such a good such a good episode. Such a good episode. Ah. I love this movie. I'm really glad we got to watch it. Same. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Marissa. And I'm Mitchie. Listening to the, the sequel, sequel channel. channel. Boy. Bye. Bye.